0: Hey, hey, hey. Hello, principals, and welcome to the NAESP principal podcast. My name is Rachel George, and I'm an educational leader in Oregon and an NAESP fellow.
1: And my name is Adam Welcome, and I'm an educator in California and a fellow with NAESP in the Innovation Center with Rachel.
0: So as always, we're super excited to bring you this episode of the NAESP Principal Podcast so we can talk about some real ideas with amazing principles, but wait, not today because we're going to dive into some books and we're hoping and intending to make your leadership stronger and more innovative. So Adam, why don't you kick us off? What's your first book that you have? Because I know you have a stack there for you.
1: Yeah, well, I was just thinking too, you know, by the time this episode comes out end of March, early April, I think people are like thinking to the summer and what they might read. So just trying to get ahead of that. So I have um, I actually four books I'm going to recommend. The first one is called One for the Murphys. It's by Linda Mullally Hunt. And I actually recommend this book all the time to people. Uh, Linda also wrote Fish in a Tree and Shouting at the Rain. Super easy book to read. My daughter, who is um, almost 11, read it. Then I read it. Then my wife read it. I gave it to my wife's 100 year old grandmother and she read it. And it's about a girl who's in foster care. And uh, it's about her foster, her, her birth mom, her foster family, and then just her life at school. And it was such just a great reminder that so often we think we know what kids are going through and so often we as educators at the school sites have no idea so just to get to know people to ask questions to build relationships to have empathy and grace when things are happening and things are going on it's not the student's fault it's just Oftentimes it's what's things that are happening in their life and their environment that, that they just can't control. So One for the Murphys by Linda Mullally Hunt. Awesome, awesome book. You could read it probably in two hours. It's a really quick read. That's my first book, Reco. What do you have uh, your first one to kick it off, Rach?
0: All right. This is called The Trauma Stewardship, An Everyday Guide to Caring for Self While Caring for Others. It's by Laura Vandernew Lipsky kind of a mouthful, big, long name, but fantastic. I picked this book up when I was about ready to lose my marbles teaching two hours a day as a building principal with room clears that was that were like going on every day. Like I know that I was burned out, ready to crack. And I think so were my staff. And I picked this up in a time of need. She actually presented at our, our co principals conference and was just dynamic. She has a great sense of humor. Also does a lot of, um, like cartoons that you would find in like the newspaper to just like drive home her point. And it's something that you're, you can relate to. I think that this is a real applicable book for educators because we've been caring for so many people and we're just exhausted and we have like completely been neglecting ourselves. So how can we put ourselves front and center, find new ways to navigate this challenge? She really dives into the trauma exposure response, warning signs, which you probably would read that and be like, check, check check, 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 and more check. And it's just a really nice way to reflect on what you're going through and perhaps find that path to help move forward in a really positive direction. I know that I made some big, big life changes after diving into this book. And it was kind of some hard truth that I really needed to reflect and think about and picked my running back up, stopped hitting Netflix, uh, really was intentional about what I was putting into my body stopped bringing like massive amount of donuts and caffeine to the staff room. Like so many different pieces it made me just really rethink my practice and, and how I was taking care of myself because that was not going on. So that's my first, my first pick for you. All right. You're up next.
1: Tell us the title one more time, Rachel.
0: Trauma stewardship An Trauma. everyday guide to caring for yourself while caring for others.
1: Awesome. awesome, Okay, number two for me is Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. And a lot of people might know Jay. He's got a pretty prolific YouTube channel where he puts a lot of content out there on Instagram and he was a monk. He was a monk for a period of time and he was actually a business guy in, in London. Then he was a monk and then he left and he's married. And um, I'm going to read just one little excerpt. There's a, there's a section called audit your life, no matter what you think your values are, your actions, tell the real story kind of what you're talking about with netflix and caffeine and sugar what we do with our spare time shows what we value for instance you might put spending time with your family at the top of your list of values but if you spend all your free time playing golf your actions don't match your values and you need to do some self-examination now i am not a highlighter or post-it noter in books and you can't see it, Rachel can, there's like 25 post-it notes, just like in the first half of this book, just so many little pieces, and I took notes from it, I mean, Will and Jada, Will, Jada, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett endorsed it, Deepak Chopra, Ariana Huffington, Ellen DeGeneres, um, just a really, it's kind of a thick book, like it's, it's not heavy, but it was the kind of book, Rachel, that I had to read kind of slowly to think about, so um, it's not something that you're going to buzz through, but Really had me think about a lot of different things in my life and my family and relationships and the work that I do in my community. So Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. What do you got up next?
0: All right, this one came to me when I was struggling with student discipline. I think we've talked about on previous episodes that I was a secondary administrator and then hopped to elementary. And I have stepkids, but I didn't have them when they were super young. So that was a little bit of some foreign business for me. The book is called no drama discipline. It's a New York bestseller, uh, New York Times bestseller. It's the whole brain way to calm the chaos and nurture your child's developing mind. It's by Daniel Siegel, S-I-E-G-E-L. Fantastic. This gave me tips and tricks on how to really engage and support students. I think it's totally relevant right now as we have a lot of social emotional needs going on in the classroom, a lot of room clears. Um, I don't know about you and your peeps, Adam, but all mine are like, holy moly, this feels like the beginning of the school year and it's springtime, and this is worse than normal springtime. So this really provided me some concrete steps of how to be able to have those conversations with students to be able to get them to calm their body, to help process. And it made me examine. This is a great reflection conversation we've had so far with all of our books, but it made me reflect on my role within the entire process. How was I engaging with it? How was I helping this, the child de escalate? Because I found that I was replicating the strategies that I watched my parents do, or that I watched as an educator, um, as a teacher leader, or even as a kid growing up. And we know and do better, like in so many more ways, right? Like we've grown since the 80s. So we need to be doing that too instead of just helping that system continue on which wasn't effective so made me rethink my conversations and in the way I handled school discipline so the no drama discipline fantastic book
1: awesome I love it all right my next one is by General Stanley McChrystal he's a retired U.S. Army General it's called Team of Teams, and This book blew my mind. So I read a lot of business and military leadership books. And it's not about the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, like about the combat, it's about how they set up communication and logistics and how they looked at things and who they brought into the room and who they how they would put up outposts and it has nothing to do with education, but it has everything to do with education from structures and communication and how we think, Um, and I mean gosh. I've been saying for years, we can't be doing the same thing we've been doing for the last 25 years because it's a new world with new jobs and new lives and economy and where people are working. And um, it's actually the subtitle is new rules of engagement for a complex world. So you could really put that new rules of education or instruction for a complex world. You could really take words out and put it in. So really, really, I've actually gifted this book a few times to other people that I know across the country, team of teams by General Stanley McChrystal. All right, you're up next.
0: Love it. Okay, I'm going to change it up. I'm actually not uh, going to have a nonfiction book. I'm going to go with fiction. This was recommended by Miley Stolen, a good friend of mine, and also a co-author with She Leads. And it follows that kind of women kind of topic. It, the title is A Woman and Salt. It's a novel by Gabriella Garcia. And it follows a storyline that is pretty entangled and it's about women and Cuba and the stories and the lives and the roles that they've had as they've tried to bring their kids up, provide better opportunities. It skipped around. I got to tell you, it made me really think because I'm like, who's talking right now? What time period? Because it hopped back and forth from like present to mid and reflection but it was moving and it was fascinating. And it was a lens into a different um, a different culture and community than I was used to typically reading about. And it was phenomenal. My Elise listened to it on, I believe, Audible, but I, I picked the book up at an airport and fell in love. So highly recommend that one for sure.
1: Awesome. I have one more, just a special edition written by two very good friends of mine. It's called She Leads. And I just ah! I have to ask- <laughs> I, I have to add it. I, I, I read an, I read an early an early copy of it as a PDF. From my very good friend, Dr. Rachel George, who I do this podcast with, and I'm just so lucky to be connected with on a personal basis and through NASP. And I've never met Miley's in person, um, but I know I've messaged with her so much. And, you know, it's the subtitle is The Woman's Guide to a Career in Educational Leadership. But I've read this, I read an early copy and I actually read it again, the hard copy, on a plane not too long ago. And if you're, a female or a male, you're going to get something out of this. If you're a male and your your spouse, your 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 partner is um, is in education as a leader, you're. I think it's a really good to lens to think about that. Or like you know, we had our friend Ryan Sheehy on the podcast recently at Central Office, and you have uh, females that you supervise or you work with. It's it's just it's a really good. It's not just for women. Um, so. You wouldn't do this, but I'm giving you a plug because I love it. She leads the Woman's Guide to a Career in Educational Leadership. Dr. Rachel George, least Tolan, Uh, as you can tell, Rachel and I are both avid readers. If you have a book that you recommend, uh, you know, reach out to us, um, on, on social media, uh, for maybe something that we can read. Uh, we haven't done one of these in a while where we, where we recommend some books, but hopefully there's some good titles. Um, hopefully we'll get these, get get these books in the show notes so people can see them. Um, but just to recap one for the Murphys trauma stewardship, think like a monk, no drama discipline team of teams of woman and salt, and she leads. Anything else, Rachel, you want to, you want to reco?
0: No, I think I'm good. Totally surprised you pulled out She Leads. Thank you. Yes, it was right
1: <laughs> on my desk and I had to add it. If you have not signed up for the NAASP conference this summer in Louisville, Louisville's a great town. Rachel and I will, will, will be running along the water. There's a great river. There's the Louisville Slugger Museum, Maker's Mark. There's so many things. Um, I know people always laugh when I say the Maker's Mark, but you know, I don't I don't drink makers mark. You I'm, I'm not gonna, laughing.
0: I want to dip my I want to dip a bottle. I don't I'm, I'm not gonna, even a makers gonna, Mark drinker no. but to dip a I'm bottle of go. cool and wow.
1: I'm going to I'm, I'm, I'm going. Go. It's like if you're in Napa and you don't drink wine that's cool, but you can go to a winery because they're, they're beautiful out. and it's 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 culture. So, naesp.org sign up. Uh, if you don't have any money, talk to your superintendent. The first NAESP conference I went to 7 years ago, it changed my life literally we've talked about that story on the podcast just go back and listen to the other 25 episodes you can hear that story so sign up Rachel will be there I'll be there all the fellows will be there you can meet everybody hang out everybody thanks for listening read some books and have an amazing day